Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, November 20th, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. Reuters sources say the Vietnamese government is threatening to shut down Facebook in the country if it does not agree to further censor local political content. Facebook reportedly agreed to government requests back in April to increase censorship of anti-state posts by users in the country, but the government asked the social network to step up efforts again in August. Facebook reportedly earned over $1 billion in annual revenue in Vietnam, with over 60 million users. In September, Apple announced it was delaying implementing its app tracking transparency feature in iOS 14, which required users to grant explicit approval for targeted ads and tracking for each app. Apple says the delay was to give developers time to make necessary changes, stating the tracking permission would go into effect in early 2021. In October, a coalition of eight civil and human rights organizations wrote an open letter criticizing Apple for the delay, stating that ad tracking violates the fundamental human right to privacy and expressing disappointment that pressure from large advertisers like Facebook caused the delay. In a response, Apple's Senior Director of Global Privacy, Jane Horvath, said the company remains committed to the app tracking transparency feature and to privacy as a fundamental right. She further said Apple hopes the system will make privacy-forward advertising standards more robust and was critical of Facebook's detailed data gathering and granular ad targeting on users. In response to that, Facebook stated that Apple is abusing its dominant market position to block competing ad models. Google announced that public testing of a dedicated progressive web app for Stadia is set to start within several weeks on iOS. The current dedicated iOS app is a hub for your game library, the Stadia store, and your wider friends list, but doesn't actually allow Stadia gameplay. Google says as it tests performance and adds more features, user feedback will help improve the Stadia experience for everyone. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube announced that they will coordinate with fact-checking groups, governments, and researchers to combat misinformation around vaccines. The effort is being coordinated by the fact-checking nonprofit Full Fact with the UK's Department of Digital, Culture, Media, and Sport, the Reuters Institute for the Study of Journalism, Africa Check, and Canada's Privacy Council office also on board the effort. An initial framework that sets standards for addressing misinformation is scheduled to be released in January. 
Twitter announced it was slowing down the rollout of its fleet's ephemeral messaging feature, citing the need to fix some performance and stability problems. Twitter started rolling out the new feature globally on November 17th, although public tests of the feature began in Brazil back in March. The Internet Archive created a new collection dedicated to preserving Flash-based online content. Content is powered through an in-development emulator called Ruffle, which the Internet Archive says is capable of playing the vast majority of experiences without Flash's security issues. In the first 24 hours since launch, over 1,000 Flash experiences have been uploaded to the collection. Corel confirmed that it's working on a universal app version of its Parallels virtualization platform for Apple Silicon Macs, although it gave no timetable for release. The company also announced yesterday that its Crossover 20, based on the open-source Wine project to run Windows apps directly in macOS, is now compatible with Apple Silicon computers. Samsung announced that Google Assistant is now available on its 2020 TVs in the UK, France, Germany, and Italy, with rollouts planned for Spain, Brazil, India, and South Korea by the end of the year. On 2020 models, Google Assistant can be used to change channels, volume, and other TV settings, as well as standard smart home integrations and other functions. This can be done by holding down the microphone button on the remote. Previous Google Assistant integrations on earlier models only worked by speaking to a nearby Assistant-enabled speaker. The TVs already include Amazon Voice Services and Samsung Bixby integration. Microsoft Teams is bringing its consumer-focused features to its web and desktop clients, offering the ability to host up to 300 people on calls that can last for up to 24 hours for free. Teams will also allow users to use its virtual meeting room together mode with calls of up to 49 participants for free. Joining calls can be done with a web browser without requiring a Microsoft account or a Microsoft Teams app, although hosting calls does require signing in with a Microsoft account. And finally, the satellite broadband company OneWeb announced it's emerged from Chapter 11 bankruptcy. The company is now owned by a consortium that includes the UK government and India's Bardi Global, with former Thomson Reuters COO Neil Masterson now named CEO. The company has launched 74 out of a planned 650 satellite constellation, with the next launch set for December 17th. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.